When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm back. Road Rants for the Matrix and Road Show. And for these purposes, Road's Rants on Star Wars. We're going to talk about the book of Boba Fett. Didn't get the review out last week, so I've got episode two and three to talk about this week. And good hell, what is going on with this series? Now, for full disclosure, I actually thought episode two was pretty good. Pretty good. A little bounce back. I had about this much hope. I was like, okay, we're building to something now. The hut showed up. Black Chrysantha got introduced into the mix, and I was like, okay. And once we get past this Tuscan Raiders thing, maybe we're good to go. And then I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. And I told you in my first review, for me, rewatchability is a huge thing. In other words, in fact, when I watched episode two, I initially didn't like it. And then I watched it again was like, I like this a lot more than I did the first time. That's a big deal. So I went back and watched episode three for the second time. And I think I hated it worse than I, I did the first time I saw it. Yikes. This is not good. It's not a good sign. I don't know what the hell is going on with this series. It's sort of all over the place. Boba Fett is not even Boba Fett. Uh, so let you know. Let's just go. We're gonna go with. Um, we'll go with episode two first, and then we will get go from there. And things I liked. I mean, obviously the visuals are great in this series. They're top notch. Um, I still didn't understand the ninja guy. He looked like a member of Cobra from uh, G.I. Joe. I don't understand what that was about exactly. Um, I asked myself a question in this that I asked in the first episode, and I end up asking in the third episode, where the hell is Boba Fett's edge at exactly? Okay. Um, I'm wondering, is this a byproduct of having been with the Tusken Raiders and learning some kind of an honor code with them he didn't have previously? I don't know. Um, I thought the assassin uh, gave up the goods. It seemed like pretty quick over a rancor. I mean, he was willing to get his throat slashed, dropped in with a rancor, and he's spilling the beans everywhere. Okay, well, that didn't make a lot of sense to me, but whatever. Um, I mean, something like that doesn't kill it for me, but it makes me go, what the hell, okay? Um, the mayor's greeter, when they walked in... Looked like the bellhop, the guy working at a desk uh, in a hotel. Well, I got an issue with that. And and this is this is starting to be a, an ongoing thing involving this series. Why are there so many characters that feel like they're from the real world, from our world? Not from Star Wars, okay? But from our actual world. I hate that. I don't watch Star Wars to be caught up in things that feel like where we are. I don't want that. Um, terrible. 
I saw a lot of that, and I hate to I hate to bring up the following, but I saw a lot of that from the Last Jedi, and I freaking hated it. I said when I watched that movie, it didn't feel like Star Wars. There's obviously parts of this that feel very much like Star Wars, but there's parts of this that don't feel like Star Wars at all. And um, look, I got a problem with it. I'm not sure what is going on with this writing. I am shocked this is John Favreau. I really am. I'm floored by it. Um, the the mayor's right hand man, uh, that smart ass. I really like that character. I do. That guy works. Um, we met the mayor. He was part of the old hammerhead species that we've seen, going all the way back to a New Hope. Like that character. I like the mayor. I was fine with that. The introduction of the hut hut twins was fantastic. Black Chris Santa coming in. Santi, awesome, awesome. He come walking in, that Wookiee presence. It was like, oh, shit. He gave that look to Boba Fett like, I'm not intimidated uh, by you, Boba, at all. Of course, this incarnation of Fett, I'm not sure who's going to be. It seems like nobody is, is, nobody is actually um, threatened by Boba Fett in this series at all. It's weird. It's like. What did Robert Rodriguez, John Favreau, and Dave Filoni do to this character from The Mandalorian? Because they got Boba's character pretty close to being right in that series. Pretty close. I mean, he, he felt vengeful. He felt angry. He felt mad. And we get to this series, and it was like somebody cut Boba's nuts clean off. I'm not sure what's going on here. Um, you can tell the Wookiee. And Fett have some history. He made a gladiator uh, comment. And um, so there's some kind of history there. The Huts CGI, greatly improved. Greatly improved over the prequel days. Um, it was intriguing to hear you got to have permission to kill a Hut. Okay. Um, so that was pretty cool. I do like some of the flashback stuff involving Camino. I said that in the first episode. Um you know, I I am confused by the fact that he didn't immediately track back to Jabba's palace to get the slave one. What happened there? Why why did that happen? Did he feel indebted to these Tuscans in some way? I don't understand that. I don't. Okay. Uh so I appreciated it more on second viewing. And I started liking some of the Tuscan stuff, okay? Um I do. Maybe he felt like he had a little bit of a life debt to them. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the fight scene in the bar felt like an episode of Sons of Anarchy. Kind of weird. Kind of weird. Uh, we're finding out these Tuscans are kind of like Indian Native Americans. They all had their own uh, customs, way of living, the way they did things. I guess some are a lot more family-oriented than the ones that were more violent and ruthless, though, you know, the ones that Anakin Skywalker murdered, okay? Um, where are those Tuscans? That's the Tuscans I want to see right now. Um, I, you know, I, I assumed wrongly when I was doing my review, because I, I actually wrote all this down last week after I saw it, and uh, I was thinking to myself, um, you know, were they the Tuscans going to come back at the end of the show to help Fett, well, we found out in episode three, no, they all got murdered, okay? They all got killed. 
I actually liked that. It was one of the better things about episode three. Um, I wonder if the time with the Tuscans didn't lead Boba to to uh, some kind of an honor system is why he hooked up with Mando and agreed to stay with him until he got grow grew back, et cetera, et cetera. Um, again, the second viewing of the second episode went much better than the first one, okay? Uh, the speeder visuals, obviously great. Um, they've got to get off Tatooine. They've got to. If 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 Obi Wan is coming and it's going to be on Tatooine, I may throw myself out a fucking window. Okay, um, there's too damn much sand. Okay, I need him to get out in space. I need to see some other planets. Uh, the Camino stuff is awesome. It's awesome. Um, we still have Favreau, Filoni, Bryce Dallas Howard to do episode. Robert Rodriguez did episode three. And let's just go on to episode three. Let me point something out here. Why the hell is everybody in the underworld so damn nice? I mean, Stephen Root came walking in, and yeah, that's Stephen Root from Office Space, comes walking in at the beginning. Uh, I believe you have my stapler. That guy comes walking in, literally walks up to Fett and says, nobody respects you. And I'm like, yeah, nobody respects you. Nobody respects what was the most famed and vicious bounty hunter in all of the galaxy, all of a sudden, nobody is scared of. What is happening here? What is happening? The underworld has no aggression? I mean, that seems weird. I mean, even the damn huts are nice. It makes no sense. They've neutered Boba Fett. Now, let me point something out, and this was an issue in Solo, a Star Wars story. The lack of a presence of a larger threat, i.e. the remnants of the Empire, Moff Gideon not being around, looming in the background, has made this show feel very small. Okay? Always looming as a threat in the background, always part of a bigger mission for the Mandalorian in, in that series is nowhere to be found in this series. And I'm going to tell you, this damn show could use some remnants of the Empire somewhere. Again, this was a problem I had with Solo A Star Wars Story. In fact, I hate to say it, this damn show feels a lot like Solo. It does. Some of the problems I had with Solo are some of the same problems I've got here, except this may be worse. In fact, it is worse. So far, I enjoyed Solo more than I have enjoyed Boba Fett. Now, what does that say about what Disney is doing? Han Solo's my favorite character. Boba Fett's my third favorite character. And you, you've given me two products involving both that have made me go, nah, nah. That's not good. That's not the way this is done. God, Disney is pissed all over these characters, it seems like. Um, then we, we go to some kind of a smart-ass Power Rangers Gen Z biker group a youthful biker group and they're all driving shiny bikes with a bunch of damn mirrors on them what what are these the power rangers they said oh they're half human and half machine uh okay i was expecting a battle warned t-1000 terminator you know beat up arnold you know very the design of these of this biker group is awful. I hate it. 
I hate the bikes. I hate all of it. Um, no offense. I know I, I like the prequels, but one of my problems with the prequels was the pod racing. I didn't like that. I don't like these damn bikes. Um, so it's same kind of thing. They had a chase scene in this episode. And when I was going back so I could do my notes to watch this, guess what? I talk about rewatchability. I fast forwarded right through the bike scene, right through it. Don't need to see you chasing, uh, down the square of Tatooine on bites that all look like something. And, and, and I can't believe I'm going to get around to saying this. Um, I gotta be real. It, it, it feels like, it feels like the last Jedi. Okay. Um, in, in parts like that, where we talk about these bikes, uh, Ryan Johnson, he introduced a lot of things that felt like the world we live in right now, particularly during Canto Bite. Same premise here. Same premise. I hate it. Doesn't feel like Star Wars. Doesn't. Um, look, the Tuscans were interesting, but I'm glad every last one of those fuckers are dead. Okay. Uh, we got through it. They were interesting. When he came back and they were all uh, killed and burnt or whatever, and then he uh, stacked them all up and, and, and burned them alive, or burnt, burnt, burned their bodies, I was ecstatic. I was ecstatic by that. It had run its course. It was a, a cool little arc, uh, particularly the second episode. By the third episode, I'm really, uh, I was happy to move on from them. Good riddance. I thought, oh, here we go. Here we go. The Tuscans are dead. Hell yeah. And uh, no, we just spun our wheels. Uh, kept spinning our wheels. Uh, Black Santa, again, that Wookiee is badass. Uh, but again, why is Boba Fett so damn forgiving? Why is he so nice? I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. He literally turned to, to, to Santi and says, no hard feelings. Wait, wait, what? Freeze that Wookiee and fucking Carbonite, okay? I, I, I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. At least hire the Wookiee. Put him to work for you, okay? The Huts had him. Have him. I still think this is part of a double cross from the Huts. Oh, we're leaving Tatooine. Peace. We're out. No way I believe that. No way I believe it. Uh, Danny Trejo uh, showing up. Look, if you know anything about Robert Rodriguez, and he's always been one of my favorite directors, but I don't know what's going on right now because he's introducing this CW show that John Matrix covered. And that sounds terrible. And it feels like he was a little overly involved in this. It was no surprise that Danny Trejo showed up. It's a Robert Rodriguez-directed uh, episode. He's heavily involved in the series. Danny Trejo, love Danny Trejo. Great to see him in Star Wars, but not surprising. That's not surprising. People on Twitter acted like that was the most surprising, shocking, greatest thing ever. And I was like, it's Danny Trejo and Robert Rodriguez, you didn't expect to see him at some point? He was a Rancor keeper. Uh, look, we found out some about how Rancors work. Fine. Great to see a Rancor. Um, but, you know, I mean, there's also an element to this that, that comes with Disney and the fact that sometimes, how about you don't tell us about everything? How about we're just left to think 
um, to to use our imagination involving certain things in Star Wars. Not everything needs an explanation. Not everything needs a backstory. This Rancor didn't need to know its habits. Didn't need to know that the Rancor uh, acts like one of my damn cats. Okay? I mean, I was like, wait, what? Okay. I mean, that's just the kind of things that drive me crazy. Again, the, the chase scene involving the mayor's assistant, I hated it. I hated it. Um, Boba tells Finnick at one point trying to get in to see the mayor or, or, or talking to somebody that was a bit, quote, heavy-handed. Boba's apologizing for things. What is going on with this series right now? Uh, to give you an idea, I do these based on one to five. Three and a half out of five for episode two. Uh, 2.25 out of five for episode three. Guys, we are three episodes into a limited series. And at this point, I mean, look, there were rumors that it could go on and on if everybody loves it. The audience ratings on this is not even close. Not even in the ballpark to The Mandalorian. Okay? There people out there that love The Mandalorian hate this show right now. I don't I don't like it either. I don't. This we're three episodes in, my ratings is two point five eight out of five. Now I can tell you right now from The Mandalorian, there's no way in hell through the first three episodes I was below a four. No way. No way. And at least one of those episodes probably got a five out of five out of me. I said I would be completely fair. This show is not good. It's not good. Um, in fact, let let us just say this. Let us just say this. Dan Jaren is a better does a better job at being Boba Fett than Boba Fett does. What the hell is going on with this show, Disney? What is going on? Christ. I mean, really? I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I'm a huge Boba Fett fan, and this show is such a freaking letdown right now. Such a freaking letdown. And I know Jon Favreau's doing this show, but it feels like it's got Kathleen Kennedy's no good skank hands written all over it. Like, she just... Just, I mean, her coffee-fetching ways are just all... Her secretary hands are all over this show right now. I mean, it's it hasn't gone woke, but it is flirting with it, and they have taken these characters, and I cannot believe this is John Favreau. I'm floored by it. I did not expect this. So, that's where we're at. I had to do two episodes in one video... But good God, it sucks. I mean, it's not good. It's not good. Wow. Wow. We are so far from the Mandalorian right now, it's not even funny. And I'm going to tell you, this scares the shit out of me for the Mandalorian Season 3 after seeing what's going on here. This feels rushed. It feels like it wasn't nearly planned out. It was, It almost felt like you know what? We've seen the episode The Tragedy in Season 2 of The Mandalorian. We can see how cool Boba Fett is. The audiences are obviously going to love him being back. This episode rocks. Robert Rodriguez did a great job. And it's like they just greenlit a series and then threw it together. There's not nearly enough planning for this series. They have not flushed this out. 
this fucking stinks right now. Tell me what you think, Matrix and Roadshow fans. If you love this show, that's great. I, I'm not hating on you for it. I'm not. I said I'd give it a, 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 a you know, I'd give it a chance. I was, I was trying to look forward to this. I'd be fair. This show's not good. It's not good. Peace. I'm out. Till next time.